Men's feet hurt too. Don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720 680 0492. 720 680 0492. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. It's time for the Deaf Blind Potter Show with your host, Kelvin Crosby. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong at the end of the line. Will all the other not quite? Will all the never get it right? But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time. I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Hey, 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 so good to see you Even though I can't see you It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood And welcome to the Deaf Flying Potter Show My name is Kelvin Crosby Also known as the Deaf Flying Potter And I just gotta be truly, legitly true with you because I have to tell you, I'm going through some stuff. And we're going to be having a topic today that is going to take us some through some stuff. But, like, in this moment, I need your prayers to be praying for me as we take this show forward. Because what I'm dealing with is some tough things. And it's not something I can really share on the radio and share to the public. And I want you to understand. I... I'm bringing you a show today because I care about you and you mean something to me and I'm bringing you a show that I pray that will transform your life and experience God's healing in a whole new way today because today's show is somebody that I know very well is very close to my heart her story has impacted my life in many ways and it, it, it almost came at the right time having Casey Marsh on my show today telling her story and how God has used her through the pain and challenges that she's gone through and I given what I'm going through in today the struggle I'm dealing with right now at this moment 
it couldn't have come in a better time. So, Casey, welcome to the Death Flying Potter Show. Hi, Kelvin. Thank you. So, I'm excited that you are here. And just for those that don't know, Casey is my cousin. And she lives in, Col or not Colorado, that's where my other cousins live. <laughs> you live in Arizona. And I am in Arizona. And so, where that's pretty much where you were raised and grew up. And but there was this one point in our lives where you you lived in San Diego for a little bit, and you were my tutor. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> Are you sure you really want me to tell everybody about <laughs> Well, I yes, might as well give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I was in college. I did get to uh, spend quite a bit of time with you and your family in San Diego while you were um, wrapping up junior high, I believe. And I got to spend quite a bit of time with you tutoring. I don't know how well I did as a school tutor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I passed <laughs> But history. we had a lot of fun together. <laughs> I mean, the, the, those those were like the stepping points, you know. Like I had, like for me, one of those. Oh, I have my cousin. We're going to go have uh, bazookies at BJ's, and because I got a hundred percent on my history test, like that That's was the right. first for me. So, <laughs> but it was worth it. <laughs> so <laughs> I I want to dive into, and and since we only have an hour. And if we go long, you're going to have to pick this up on the YouTube or on the Rumble or any other channel that I'm on. So Facebook, Rumble, or YouTube. And you can go to Death Flying Potter and catch this live feed. And I want you to know that this story that we're going to go through is not easy. And it has highs and lows. And if you haven't packed your tissues, you're going to need to. And... I, I'm ready to dive into this. So, Casey, so you graduated college. You met yes. the man of your dreams. <laughs> and I, I love D. D is one of the amazing guys that I know. And you meet him, and you're married for literally three months. And you get one of the worst news that you could get. So tell us that story. Yes. Three months into our marriage, I was told that I had thyroid cancer. I was 22 years old, didn't really even know what that meant. I had no idea um, even how that was affecting my body or what that would mean. But it was a really quick process where they said, "We looks like you've got cancer, we need to get it out as soon as possible. So yeah, three months into my marriage, I was undergoing surgery to have half of my thyroid removed and uh, deal with uh, what could potentially be cancerous cells in my thyroid. And as you're getting this news, and and honestly, why, why did it, why did you, how did you learn about it? How did you learn that you got, had thyroid cancer? Well, I, I love that question. So I graduated college and actually landed my dream job. I was like all set. It was everything that I knew I wanted it to be. It's what my degree was in. It was like the perfect job. I really felt like God had like tailor fit this job for me. I was so excited. And it's what brought us back from San Diego to Arizona. So I jumped into this job right away after getting married. 
And I was there for probably about a month and I was absolutely miserable. And it was the kind of miserable that it was like, not circumstantially, like everything on paper was supposed to be good. (laughs) And it really was everything they promised. It wasn't like they were sneaky and all of a sudden it was a bad job. It was just like it was not right for me. Mm-hmm. And um, quickly I was starting to pray like, okay, Lord, I think I made a huge a huge mistake in this decision. What am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, um, I my dad had offered me a job. He was doing preventive health screenings and said, hey, why don't you jump on as a salesperson for our health screening company? So I did, but part of that, um, I had no sales training, knew nothing about this company, but it felt like something that God had kind of opened the door for, so I was willing to walk through it. And part of it was uh, a training session. So I went back east for a lot of training, um, and part of that training was going through the screening that we offered. And in that screening is when they found this nodule on my thyroid, which I love because like I said, I didn't even know what a thyroid was. Um, and so I know without a doubt, God orchestrated all of that so that this would be revealed because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so unexpected, so unassuming. I, I didn't know anything about it and I would never, it would have taken me a very, very long time to ever find out what was going on had that opportunity not not presented itself. So, um, because of work, I found the, the nodule and then, um, proceeded from there. So as you're going through this journey and you're going in to get surgery and Mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit for those that don't know what thyroid is. Yeah. Um, what is it like what ended up happening? Sure. So I had half of my thyroid removed, and what I learned very, very quickly is that it really regulated most of my body. Um, Basically, it's like the storehouse for all your hormones. And so um, immediately I was placed on medication to try to make up for because your body um, processes best with the full thyroid. So I had half of my thyroid removed. So I had to be on medication from that point. Unfortunately, as soon as I jumped onto the medication to try to make everything better, immediately my body rejected it, and it actually made my physical um, being much, much worse. So stay tuned, because as we come back, we're going to see how God uses this thyroid situation to transform Casey's life. So stay tuned. See you on the other side. Tree Farm's 50 cent tree sale is going on now. Choose from thousands of carry-out sized trees that are easy to handle and easy to plant. While supplies last, buy the first tree at regular price and mix or match a second tree for only 50 cents. Thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, fruit trees, evergreen trees, ornamental trees, and more. Also, huge savings on shrubs and perennials. You Come take see. I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the tree farm. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. 
get real solutions for healthy living, and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. I've learned to stand with people that are in the storm who have courage. You know, there's a man out there other than President Trump and just a few others that have really proven their mettle in the furnace. It's Mike Lindell. You're not going to get better towels, better sheets, better slippers, better beds, better hundreds of products made in America anywhere. It's ridiculous how high quality it is, how ridiculous the prices are low. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. Trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice. How crazy. I just want to see him just worship. Like I just, I'm just in that where God is just—he's doing something. So I'm not going to tease you anymore. And welcome to the KHNC 1360 on the AM dial. And this is the Death Flying Potter Show. If you're not familiar with me, my name is Kelvin Crosby, also known as the Death Flying Potter. And today I got a special guest, which is Casey Marsh, and we just talked about her getting diagnosed with thyroid cancer and she had it half of it removed and we're about ready to jump into the next part of her story as we were getting to the break Casey was talking about how the thyroid cancer was affecting her or her body and taking all the medication and her hormones are all over the place and having to work through that but then a couple, I actually, was it like two or three years later? Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you take it away because you know the story yeah. better than I did. <laughs> you got it. So um, after years, yeah, a couple years, I was on the roller coaster of trying to figure out medications and doctors. And because everything seemed to just be getting worse and worse for me, I wasn't recovering the way that the doctors thought I would be. And part of that it was just wreaking havoc on my body. So eventually I ended up getting off of all of medication and I started to just get to a place of desperation. I was 23, 24 years old and feeling miserable. Um, it was hard to, I had no energy. I was in a lot of physical pain and just really, really frustrated and discouraged because I felt strongly that the Lord revealed this. And it was like, I was so thankful that he, you know, we figured out what was wrong, but then now I'm left just miserable. So, um, really after a couple years getting off of all of medication and, um, really just praying and asking the Lord to heal my body. And, um, I was kind of at, at the end of the road. So you're at this point and so you went to this event mm-hmm. and you're, you're, you're just hopeless. Because you, your hair is falling out. What what were some of the other symptoms that you were having? Yeah, great question. My hair is falling out. My body couldn't regulate temperature. So Mm. I live in Arizona. It's hot all the time already. 
and I was I would literally sleep with like a giant industrial sized fan blowing at our bed. So which is really, you know, not that cool when you're like newlyweds yeah. and you just got a giant fan blowing on you all the time and then I'd get so cold I'd have to go and turn it off and put on, you know, layers of clothing. So my body just wasn't working on its own and I was um my hair was falling out, my nails were just a mess, my my skin, my everything about me my emotions were all over the place and um extremely difficult to live like day to day with like that so let me just put in the picture since we're on radio and give you a visual of casey see when you when i think of my cousin casey i think about this beautiful lady who has well put together makeup she has her nails done and she's always kind of prime and proper a little bit, not quite. <laughs> but you're put together, and and you're beautiful. And and in this season, all the things that was that became a major struggle for you. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. And as women, that, that is a major struggle. That identity and how do you deal with those? those emotions and the hormones and and how do you say God how do I how do I deal with this issue and and how do I work through this pain and I think what's amazing is you were sitting in a service and something happened in the service. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I was at a church service. And there was actually um, a pastor there who was teaching a little bit about like biblical healing um, and what scripture says about healing. And it was something that I always believed God could heal. It wasn't something that I saw um, in my life. I just believed it was you know, strictly back in the Bible days. And I saw as he was praying for people that people were getting healed in front of my eyes. And it caused such a surge of faith in me. Um, there was this like excitement of not only are these people getting healed, but for the first time in a long time, I had faith and I had a little bit of hope like, oh, if the Lord can do that for them, could he do that for me? So as I was sitting there, I got prayer for my thyroid and immediately, um, man, immediately I felt a physical response in my body. Um, my neck where my thyroid is immediately heated up and it felt like hot, <laughs> like a surge of heat through my body. And it wasn't anything crazy. It wasn't, um, it wasn't real demonstrative. It was something that within my within my neck, but also within my heart, something was happening. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what was happening, but I knew without a doubt something is happening in my body. And um, that was the beginning of, of a healing journey for me at that point. So you're up there, and, you're, and the way you, you explain it in the Perseverance podcast is, it was like this, this pulse <laughs> that kept going, and you could see yes. it in the in your throat. 
And yes, actually, the, the church service that I was at was about two hours away from my house. And so for two hours after the service, we're driving home and I, it was at nighttime and I had my visor down with the mirror flipped open. And so the light was on for two hours and I just watched as my neck was pulsating so aggressively. You could see it. You didn't have to touch it, but my husband would put his hand on it and it was like, what is happening? It felt like a weird alien inside my throat. (laughs) But for two hours we sat there and like, because it was inside my body, I didn't know what was happening, yeah. but there was, it was very evident without a doubt, anyone could see it or feel it, um, and knew something tangible and physical was happening to this part of my body. And what was interesting, so you go to the doctor and the doctor looks at it and they take some pictures and what did they say? Yeah. They said, we have no idea how this happened, but it looks like part of your thyroid grew back. So after the surgery, I only had half of my thyroid. And now it looked like I had at least 75%, close to 85% of my thyroid back, which the way that it was removed, there really is no explanation of how that tissue would have grown back without the touch from the Lord. Um, and because I work for this company, um, I had access to all sorts of images. So I was constantly checking this, um, in the same way that they found this issue. I was constantly looking for confirmation because it was really hard to wrap my mind around because I couldn't physically see it. But my doctor, the actual surgeon who did this actually reviewed the images and said, it looks like most of your thyroid has grown back. And in his perspective, he said, you know, that might be a problem. <laughs> Almost like, if this is a problem, call me. We'll redo it. We'll take it back out. And all along, I laughed because I was like, oh, no, no. This is exactly the Lord healed it and healed just enough for me to function and for instantly my life to turn in a way that it was like life came back to color. Yeah. Like so many of my issues instantly diminished and so many of the things that they said would probably be difficult or even impossible um, with my condition instantly started to change. Um, one of those being being able to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. That was something that they said I wouldn't be able to do very easily without assistance and um, pretty quickly I found out I was having my first baby. So within this, I think this was like we're skipping a quite a bit. And if you really want to know the deep dive of some of this, you got to go to the Perseverance podcast and listen to her. Um, you can find that at the deafblindpottershow.com and it'll be down there after this show with today's interview and um, even the video with her podcast. Because I think what what's amazing is what you had to go through through this journey. And now, see, God healed you. He gave you enough of a thyroid back so that your body, not 100% perfect, but it, it could function. Because everybody said that you can't have a baby if you don't have half your thyroid. And... But God healed your thyroid and grew it back. And the next thing you know, you're getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Anyway, so tell us a little bit about that journey of getting pregnant yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Um. So for me, the way that the surgery had impacted me, it was making it really difficult. The hormones that I needed just were so out of whack. My body just wasn't responding. So they did say it was probably going to be very difficult. And within a couple months, I was pregnant and so surprised. Um, and really what that felt like to me was just a tender mercy gift from the Lord. I had always, that was one of just a big, my heart's desire to be a mom. And so it was absolutely crushing to me. Um, I hadn't given up the dream of being a mom, but it was crushing and hard for me to walk through that disappointment because I felt so out of control. You know, there was nothing that I could do and I tried everything. And that's why when the Lord showed up and healed me physically, it was like so outside of my control and really took everything and completely did a 180 for me. And so you have your firstborn. Mm-hmm. He's now 18 years old. Crazy. 18 years old. And just graduated high school. And to me, it's like, oh, man, I'm really getting old, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going, and then shortly after, two, was it two years later, you get pregnant yep. for the second time. Yeah. And actually, pregnancies were great for me. Um, the surge of hormones, even like within pregnancy, was great. So that whole experience was so good. And I... Um, I got to just walk out feeling what I would consider normal. I got to walk out just enjoying motherhood. I, I loved being a mom. Um, it was busy. It was crazy. Yeah, and two years later, we found out we were pregnant again and couldn't be more thrilled. And so you're getting – so you're pregnant for the second time. Mm-hmm. And everything's going well. Yep. Everything is looking good. Yep. And the doctor is looking at the ultrasound. Oh, yeah, it's a good little baby. <laughs> it, it's, it, it's great. So tell us, what was it like before you got the worst news of your life? So before we get to that part of that story, tell us, what, what was it like being pregnant in the first half of your pregnancy. It was it was so exciting. And all you could think about was future. You know, now it's like our oldest is going to have a little baby brother or sister. And it's just immediately because life with one child is so fun and you've kind of experiencing this family life, immediately you start to dream about what that's going to be like with another one. Mm -hmm. And so already there's excitement and there's anticipation and there's lots of dreaming, lots of planning, lots of fun around it all. And we, we just, we couldn't have been more excited. We're so excited about our second pregnancy. And so you go in, you bring Malachi with you, you bring D with you, you're going in to go figure out the gender of your baby. Mm-hmm. And that day probably will forever be ingrained in your mind. And as we come back from this commercial, I want you to be prepared 
for what you're about ready to hear. Because it's not going to be easy what Casey's done to us. So stay tuned. And when we come back on the other side, bring your tissues. Because you're going to need them. Alright? I'll see you on the other side. Hi folks, Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily, you're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com, that's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24, or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach Urban Survival Training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. Do you have questions or comments for Kelvin? You can text him right now at 877-536-1360. It is well with my soul. My name is Kelvin Crosby. I am the Death Flying Potter. And you're here at KHNC 1360 on the AM dial. And we're about ready to dive into Casey Marsh's story. We're at the point. She's pregnant. She's having her baby in her tummy for half of her trimester. I don't quite understand the whole pregnancy process, but she's had it. The baby the most out of drive for desktop. Paint. Chrome Legacy Windows. Sorry Unknown. about that. I will pause that. And Casey Irview on Deaf Blind Potter Show KHNC 1360 oh. Microsoft T- Blank. Sorry. I'm trying to do too many things at once. And when you do that, you got all these different issues going on. But back to the story. So what ends up happening at this point, Casey's walking into the doctor, going to find out about the gender of her baby. So Casey, tell us about disappointment that you have with your doctor. So as we sat there, we brought our two-year-old with us. We were so excited. 
to see if we're having a boy or a girl. That was like the big thing, you know. Everybody is making bets and all excited. Couldn't have more anticipation, more excitement. And as we're sitting there and doing the ultrasound, I was 20 weeks pregnant, halfway through. And I've done this before. So I knew kind of how it worked. And immediately I knew something wasn't right. So as they started in on the ultrasound, typically the lady doing it would talk to me and be really excited, and she was just very quiet. And so I think immediately I knew something was not quite um, as I was hoping. I didn't know exactly what it was. I was totally ready, I thought, for whatever they'd have to say because I thought, um, you know, maybe – I didn't know what to expect, but our anticipation was so high and we were so excited. And so immediately she just looked at us and said, um, I'm going to need you guys to stay right here. I'll be back with a doctor. And so I tried to ask, well, could you see if it's a boy or a girl? And she just looked at me and said, I'll be right back. So we knew something wasn't right. We knew mm-hmm. something wasn't good. We had no idea how to prepare ourselves. Um, we just kind of sat there in silence. It kind of it felt like time just stood still. We were just waiting for somebody to come in. And sure enough, the doctor came in and, and real quickly looked at the screen and looked back to us. He, did, he really didn't spend much time looking at the, the ultrasound and quickly just looked at us and just said, I'm so sorry to inform you, but your, your child has a fatal birth defect. And then you can follow up with your doctor. And it was that easy, that quick, that much explanation all at once thrown out to us. We found out in that sentence that we're having a boy, he wasn't going to survive, and contact your doctor after you terminate the pregnancy. All wrapped up in probably about 15 seconds from the doctor. And at this point... You're realizing those are the only words that you heard. There were more words that were said. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, as his mouth was continued to move, I heard nothing other than your baby isn't going to survive this pregnancy. And he was only giving you the option of abortion. Correct. And he's only giving you the option that the world is telling us what to do. He had already started kicking. He had started moving. I could feel him in there. So it wasn't just like a mental thing. I knew he was there. I felt him. I was very bonded, very connected. And it just didn't make any sense. It was like, how could I bond with him if this was the case? And um, immediately, I mean, immediately I was in shock We had our two-year-old there with us, so we're trying to manage that. He keeps asking, you know, boy or girl, and we're trying to to keep ourselves together. We got, basically, my husband and I walked out with, with Malachi to the car. We were able to get Malachi in the car, in his car seat, all strapped up, and it was at that point that I... I physically crumbled next to our car. I stood I stood as long as I could and I fell to the ground on my knees just sobbing. 
it was like everything just kind of hit in that moment. The reality that all of these hopes and dreams and expectations and excitement literally crumbling right before my eyes. So a couple weeks later, mm-hmm. we go take the pamphlet to your primary doctor. Yeah, we were so fortunate. We had an amazing Christian doctor who loved the Lord, and um, we took all the information back to him, and we were so confused. We It was actually over a weekend, and so we had that whole weekend just pure confusion. We did not know what was happening. We couldn't even get our minds around it, the devastation, and then that part of your mind that's like, maybe they're wrong, maybe... But also recognizing we didn't understand half of what he was saying because we're in this moment of just pure shock. And so once we got to go back to our doctor, um, a man who we trusted, he was our doctor for our first child, and we knew him personally. We trusted him immensely. We knew he he loved the Lord. And he sat and he looked at the images and he just cried with us. He allowed us time in his office to cry as he did share your, it was the a correct diagnosis. Um, but he was really quick to say, you have more options than what they've presented to you. And if you would like to carry the pregnancy or the pregnancy to full term, I will be with you every step of the way. And so that's what we chose to do. So in this moment, you're, having to make a decision life yeah over your health yeah so as we learned there was a higher risk for me um, with my health is what the is what the doctor said but it ultimately came down to our decision um, in the state of Arizona we had the right to choose whatever we wanted to do it came down to our decision and that be that became the the conversation that was the question what do you want to do um and it actually wasn't a very long conversation i had to have i had been bonding with this boy um for weeks and i knew there wasn't going to be anything that could stop me um from continuing the the pregnancy so you leave this doctor's appointment and you are choosing life. But it was a weird feeling for you, you say. Tell us what did you end up doing once you left that doctor's appointment and what did you end up doing to what did you name him? And Mm -hmm. what was life like during that time? Yeah. So immediately, you know, we we knew um, that we wanted to continue on with the pregnancy. And my main, without a doubt, and I felt like this was just a reminder from the Holy Spirit who had right away just met me in my brokenness and met me where I was and just promised to take care of me. I want you to stay tuned to see how this pain turns into being fight for So stay tuned and we'll see you on the other side how this pain was real. This
This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Desta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. If you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're just not listening. Join us here in the Swamp, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at 12 noon, right here on AM 1360. We make a miracle work, promise keep, light in the darkness, my God, that is me. Hey, 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 so good to see you, even though I can't see you. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. My name is Kevin Crosby, and you are here at KHNC 1360 on the AM dial, and... This is also the Death Flying Potter show, and I'm also known as the Death Flying Potter. And today, we're interviewing Casey Marsh, and we're at the point where she just learned that her baby doesn't have a brain. Her baby boy. She's had it for 20, 20 weeks. And she's walking out of the doctor's office after learning that there are more options than abortion. So she walks out and she's going to tell us the rest of this story leading up to the pregnancy. And it, I have a feeling we're not going to finish this by the end of the, this radio show. So if you're not, if you want to hear the whole story and everything, you're going to need to go to YouTube, Rumble, or Facebook to catch this live. And we'll finish up the story. So at all those things are at Death Blind Potter. So you Google Death Blind Potter, you'll get all of that on the live feed anywhere you're at. Or you can just go directly to deathblindpottershow.com to get all the details that you need. And before we move forward, I do want to plug in, I do have pottery pieces and merch available at deathblindpottershow.com. And you can click on the button, it's like lube, right there in front of your face. To start putting in orders and getting what you need there. So, Casey, tell us as you leave the hospital and you start this journey with this boy and that's in your tummy, 
And what was life like for you in this moment? Life was hard to comprehend. It felt like the worst dream imaginable. So let me back up a little bit and explain a little bit about the condition. Um, it's called anencephaly, and, and what it is is basically the top of his head doesn't form. So um, in utero, the top of his head, including his brain, doesn't develop. And so um, most babies don't make it through the pregnancy because it's too hard on them. And uh, we were told that if they do make it through the pregnancy, they obviously can't survive because they don't have a brain. And so as soon as they're disconnected from my umbilical cord, um, they wouldn't be able to support themselves. But that was very, very unlikely. And so really there wasn't any glimmer of hope for life for him. It really was 100% um, a fatal birth defect. And so trying to wrap our minds around that um, – brought a lot of questions, brought a lot of confusion, a lot of pain, a lot of mornings that were really difficult to get out of bed. D, my husband, he was, it was his job. He, he took it upon himself to just fight and to pray. He was um, so kind to just say, you have this time with him and I'm going to pray for our family and cover our family. And real practically, that looked like him every morning helping me get out of bed and then making our bed so I wouldn't climb back into our bed. Because that dark cloud that comes with such disappointment and such discouragement and such despair was so big and hung so heavy over my head. I was so, so heartbroken while I'm also trying to raise a two-year-old. Um, so there was a lot going on. Immediately, I just I just had to look back, and I knew without a doubt the healing that the Lord had already done in my own like physical being. And so immediately, I went to this place of, okay, Lord, if you could heal my thyroid, would you heal my son? Um, he has a defect. I had a defect and you came in like you do the only like you can do and you healed me. So for the next four months, we really started contending for a physical healing for my son while he was still in my belly. Um, knowing what the doctor said and knowing what the diagnosis was there was no denial of that we could see from the images that his head wasn't complete so there we weren't denying it but we had also tasted and seen of how the lord healed physical bodies and so we had that to hold on to as well so but you decided to celebrate and give him experiences while you were in your tummy so tell us a little yes. bit about that so we spent the next several months just doing everything as a family. Um, and again, there's this tension between, okay, we've got this diagnosis, but I also have this God who can heal. And it's like you want to walk in both a little bit because you don't know the outcome because we can't control God. But I know his power. So we're, as we're praying for a healing, we're also preparing for a death. And 
that made a lot of um, our time was spent very intentional. So we did. We celebrated a lot. We we took family trips to the beach. <laughs> uh, family meaning my husband and I are two-year-old in my belly. Literally went a lot of places <laughs> that summer. <laughs> we took a trip to Disneyland. We we bought you know the the ears really early on after we found out about his diagnosis. I th- I think it was the next day. We asked the Lord for a name for him. Um, we had named our other son Malachi during our pregnancy as well. We weren't ones to wait until we met him, but we knew we wanted a name so that we could be, can, begin praying for him and declaring life over him and just bonding with him even more. And the Lord gave us the name Benjamin, Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. And we knew without a doubt that was the name from the Lord. And so, um, Malachi, my two-year-old, and Benjamin in my belly, we went all over the place um, and celebrated as a family and, and did all sorts of things together as we prepared for, for his birth. And you come to this point, you've done all these events, and the moment is coming for you to have to pick a date to give birth. Tell us about that experience. Yeah. Um, Because of the condition, um, we did have to induce the pregnancy. So as we get to the next thing, you're going to want to start getting ready to go to the YouTube uh, Rumble at Death Blind Potter. So start preparing, and we'll be on the other side continuing the story. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. Choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back. And your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Do you have questions or comments for Kelvin? You can text him right now at 877-536-1360. I want to see.
Hey, 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 so good to see you, even though I can't see you, it's another beautiful day in the neighborhood, and I'm going to have you open your eyes today, and we're not going to be able to get to the end of this story by the end of the show, so if you want to hear the end of the story, you got to go to YouTube or Rumble or Facebook at Deathline Potter and catch the live feed there, and if you got to go and you got to go do something all of this will be at DeathFlyingPotterShow.com to get all the details. Again, my name is Kevin Crosby. You're on the KHNC 1360 AM dial. And we're interviewing Casey and her story. And we're getting ready to set the date for her to have her baby that has no brain. It's not being developed in the way that we as humans want and she's wanting God to do a miraculous healing in this baby because she had healing of her thyroid to be able to have kids but God why would you do this to me with a, with a baby without a brain and now I'm having to choose the day to have this baby and there is still no brain in this baby so tell us this experience for you it was probably one of the darkest days in that um, in our experience when we had to sit across the table from a doctor and pick a date that he would be born because of his condition we had to induce the pregnancy um, just to make it slightly easier the fact that I was able to carry him to full term really superseded most things and most doctors and and all the things that they said I wouldn't be able to do I was able to do so the fact that I was even carrying the baby full term was amazing but now it came to the delivery part and they had to be strategic um, basically they wanted the pregnancy to be as easy as possible on my body when you're carrying and delivering a baby with a zero percent chance of life it really became about me and my health and my safety so a couple things one they don't like to perform surgeries if they don't have to so it was a, a typical vaginal delivery um, two they don't monitor anything because of the stress on the mom so in a typical delivery they're going to monitor the baby's heart rate make sure everything's okay um, but that's not the case so it really did feel very um, very practical very tangible you just have to pick a date I picked October 19th it was 2008 and that was the day that we were going to see our son and experience all that we had been praying for, the anticipation was so high. October 19th was our day. That day, it will be a day that will be forever ingrained in my mind. See, this day was the day that the Lord has made. This day wasn't going to be an easy day. This day for Casey, D, Malachi, my Uncle Rick, my Aunt Marcia, her sister, Wendy, the church that they were a part of, the people that were rallying behind Casey and her family. 
praying God give him his brain so that he can live and truly find hope in us we're going to continue this story on YouTube and on Rumble so you got to go to Death Flying Potter on those platforms and hit the live feed and you'll see us right there so we'll be right back on that for those on the KHNC 1360 on the AM dial thank you so much for being here and like I always say for you go live beyond your challenges and I'll see you next Monday Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Hi folks, this is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. You're listening to the 